1: There is no such thing as a natural business owner. Successful business owners are not born with an innate set of skills that produce business excellence and success. Great business owners work hard, practice, study, test, think correct, and practice some more. None are infallible or perfect, but all are committed to excellence and mastery of the game. Business success is often more than of an art than a science. The objective elements of an enjoyable, profitable endeavor are obvious. A worthwhile product, a productive team, and a solid sales and marketing program are all mission critical. What many business leaders miss, however, are the subtle intangibles. My guest, Bill Pranett. The Simply Successful Wizard behind Simply Successful LLC has been helping people get what they want for 62 years, beginning with his career selling clothing at the age of 15. Over the years, he served in roles in sales, sales training, purchasing, and operations for companies like Marriott, Sara Lee, Allen Foods, and Cohen Woodworking, He helps people and organizations achieve their maximum potential through leading by example, coaching, and mentoring. Well, hi, Bill. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Terry, it's my pleasure to be here today.
1: So I'm going to lead off because you once heard an associate make the statement, the most important business and marketing tool we have is the one between our ears. So why did you like that so much? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know, I think I think Sherry, we're all looking for this magic bullet for what we're going to do to grow revenue, and I think frequently we overlook the the important thing about our brain and how our brain hardwiring can either serve us well when it comes to growing revenue or it can be uh, a deterrent. So that's what I that's what I refer to when I think that about it's the one between our ears that makes the biggest difference.
1: Absolutely, and you know, I I think that. In the beginning, you know, I work with a lot of startups, new entrepreneurs, and everything is about massive to-do lists, and realistically, so many of them have never really stopped and just thought about this business they're going to enter into, or even, you know, in the first few years, they just keep making decision after decision and never realizing the domino effect of what that could potentially create as an outcome. So let's talk about, you know, why after 62 years, Bill, that you really have come down to, you know, that in order to build revenue, there has to be critical thinking behind it. Sherry,
0: thank you. That's that's really a great point to make. Uh, Unfortunately, as you know, a lot of small business owners run around chasing after shiny objects without really thinking about uh, what they're doing. You know, our our brain would rather start new stuff than and chase chase after shiny objects than to go through the hassle of finishing something. So, right from the get go, we we kind of have our brain working against us. So, what we really need to do is to develop a mindset of critical thinking, so that we can uh, work with our clients to provide solutions to their problems. Sometimes even solving problems that they didn't know that they had. And the only way to do that, really is by asking great questions and, and uh, getting them talking out loud. And so that's why critical thinking is so so important to the success of growing revenue.
1: So so let's talk about that because, you know, it's great to go, here's the problem, but, but how do we get to the great question? And I know, Bill, that's an art and a science to ask the right questions so that you can come up with, options or alternatives, but how how do you really work with people to make sure they're asking the right questions?
0: First of all, uh, Jerry, I think it's important that we engage a client in in, in the discussion we're having. And so I have developed over the years what I call a library of questions that have been successful. Uh, I have about 250 questions in that library. And so the key is that I pick out about three to five questions that I think will be relevant based on the homework that I did uh, prior to talking with a client, right? So, one of the really cool things about business today is it's not that hard to find out about a person or about an owner or about a business, you know, by just doing some homework and looking things up on the internet. So, um, if we do that, typically we can develop about three to five questions, and then I build on those questions from that the answers that i get uh and of course some of that comes with experience right i mean uh it's not the kind of thing that you you take lightly but my what i find cherry is that most people under plan they really don't think things through they just show up and they think that they they've got to just wing it and that's not really what the client needs
1: well that old you know trial and error right Uh, not really a great way to start or grow a business.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there was a time when I first started in business that, that you could, you could afford to make mistakes and learn the hard way. Unfortunately, business is so demanding today and it moves so fast that you really have to hit the nail on the head right from the get go. And uh, what I really, what I find, and I frequently tell people this when I'm doing a presentation, I've got about forty books that are obsolete on my on my uh, credenza because they, they they're all about manipulation and how do I get people to do what I want them to do. When really, if all if we will just ask good questions, truly listen to the answers that the clients give us, our job is to help them uncover the solutions. Then in many ways they already know are there. They just haven't had a chance to thought think them through. And so that's really, I believe, our role is to help them drill down deeper below the surface into you know what they're doing. The only way to do that is with great and of course I prefer open-ended questions that get people talking.
1: Absolutely. However, you know, let's let's talk about critical thinking, because when we as a business owner or just individuals, generally, I mean, we let our our emotions, our whatever is happening today, our learned behaviors kind of dictate how we're going to solve a problem or whatever. So how do you get through, you know, with the folks that you help through Simply Successful LLC that you know, we, we've got to put the emotions behind because when we're emotional, our, our critical thinking or decision-making is not at its best.
0: Yeah. And, and I want to make it clear to your listeners, uh, Sherry, that, you know, you, you have to, you have to build a rapport and trust with people before you can delve into this kind of discussion. Right. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to leave, give your listeners the impression that, uh, I can just, you know, talk to someone, make a cold call, delve into these these things about their business without developing rapport. And so, frequently, uh, my goal when I first talk with a client is to just get another appointment, because that first appointment, in a lot of ways, is just getting to know them, getting to understand how they think, and then set up an appointment in the second call. And in that, in when I do that. I'm going to have a better understanding of what that second call is going to look like. I'm going to probably send them an agenda ahead of time, so that I will have given them a chance to think about what that conversation is going to look like. But again, it's just a matter of thinking. It's just a matter of you know getting beyond the surface and and give it some really good clear you know good clarity into what's going on. But you have to do that with rapport and trust
1: absolutely because you can't you can't tell someone that they're in wrong thinking or they're too emotional before you actually get to know them i'm sure right <laughs> yeah uh so yeah, yeah bef- before we end this yeah, it, but... oh go ahead
0: <clears throat> yeah <clears throat> unfortunately <clears throat> i'm sorry <clears throat> unfortunately most of us get caught up in our emotions and the only way I know to do that is you really have to get into some deeper thinking. You know, if we allow our brains to just kind of work on autopilot, which is really what a lot of us do most of the time, we're really not getting down to brass tacks. And so that's the that's the purpose of having someone like myself or like yourself who has a genuine interest and in, in, is going to be authentic with them in ways that perhaps most people are not going to be. We're going to ask some really tough questions and we're going to you know not settle for uh things because you know unfortunately a lot of people don't pay attention to their behaviors and then they and they just get caught up in what they think is going on and so I'm going to I'm going to get them to go beyond the obvious. I'm going to get them to to talk about why they behave the way they do. And not just get caught up in why they think the way they do. Because you and I both know, Cherry, that at the end of the day, it ultimately boils down to how we behave, not what we say.
1: Absolutely. And if you are in a leadership position, obviously, if you're highly emotional or your behaviors, um, that has an effect on the rest of the organization. And, you know, then it comes into the cultural issue of the organization.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything more damaging, uh, to your point, than a leader who says one thing and does another. I would and, and unfortunately, you know, we all have had relationships like that where people say they're going to do something. They don't keep their commitments Uh, You know, worse yet, they forget they made the commitment to begin with, and then and then they act as if everything is just okay, And that kind of behavior with with uh, people that work for someone just turns them right off. That's what causes turnover.
1: Oh, definitely. And certainly. I look at it as, you know, within the culture of the organization, there's either, you know, positive culture or negative. Not that it can always be happy and, you know, there are days where it isn't working in our favor sometimes. But as a leader, you have to be cognizant of the what you're bringing to the table and how your uh, the rest of your employees, even your clients, everyone – Uh, perceives you. And I want to talk a little bit more about that because we're talking about critical thinking. My guest, Bill Pranett, who is the, um, he's behind Simply Successful LLC. So we have to go to break. We come back. I really want to talk about, you know, Bill, how we get disciplined about thinking time. We'll be right back. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Very excited about my guest today, Bill Pranett, who is the Simply Successful Wizard behind Simply Successful LLC. You want to learn more about what we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to dive more into how you build revenue with critical thinking. You can find him at simplysuccessful-llc.com. So, Bill, we've been talking about the importance of, you know, critical thinking, but, you know, it is a discipline. And so I imagine, you know, you've had to learn, I've had to learn. We have to allow for thinking time. How do you work with, you know, people that are always running around with their hair on fire to just stop (laughs) and think?
0: Well, I know there probably are some complicated ways to answer that question, but what I try to do is just point out to people that, look, if, if results are really what you're trying to accomplish, if that's what drives you, if that's what drives your business, then, you know, the only way we're really going to get sustainable results over a period of time is to slow down, think things through, you know, put a plan together, follow through, and execute and and usually uh when i'm working with clients if i can prove to them one or two times that you know by changing their behavior they get better results that seems to be the best way to do it which is to as you were saying earlier is to by you know lead by example myself show them how to get results in a particular situation and then they will then they will want to do more on their own but you know, I, I can't get I've never been successful at getting people to do something that they didn't want to do. So I, I've got to show them the way, lead the way, prove to them, and then let and then stand back and let them prove to themselves that the, how, how this will work.
1: Well yeah, because one of the things uh, you know, you've been studying for years. I mean you've been at this for sixty two years, Bill, so I know you have a little <laughs> bit of a uh, tool belt. We are talking about our minds, right? And so as you mentioned in the first half, we're not really fond of learning new things. We'd rather chase after the shiny objects. However, in order, like you said, to get to results, so how do you help people? I mean, I know every morning for at minimum 15 minutes, I have to just sit and think. Because if I don't do that, I feel it for the rest of my day. How do you really help people understand that, you know, in order to be a critical thinker, it's a discipline that you have to allow for? Is it every day? Is it once a week? What are you recommending?
0: I don't know that I have found, uh, Sherry, that there's a one size fits all. For me personally, I I do it in layers. So I'm going to first of all uh, think strategically about my next week. So I typically are, am going to do that on a Friday afternoon, and I'm going to look at the big picture. I'm going to look at my calendar. I'm going to I'm going to pay attention to what my priorities are, and uh, so that's going to be where I'm going to do my original thinking. Then, like you, I'm going to then look at the day. I'm I, I'm I get up early in the morning, so the first thing I'm going to be doing is if these are my priorities, now how am I going to execute on these priorities? And so I'll, I literally envision myself working on these things even before I get in front of the client. So a lot of that is just doing that. Uh, but to your point, you you have to p- develop a routine. It's not, oh, this th- today I'm going to do it this way, tomorrow I'm going to do it this way. This is lifelong habits that we're talking about. That, that you have to develop in order to serve you well. But I would only encourage everyone to figure out what works best for them. It may take trial and error. Then once they see what they get results with, then stick with it would be what I would recommend.
1: This is where really having someone like yourself, Bill, that you know has mentored and led large organizations and things like that, to have that person who is not – necessarily emotionally attached to every decision to be able to ask those direct questions that I, as the business owner, I'm too much in it to really be able to look out at the 30,000 foot view. So I know that you help a lot of organizations through your company so talk to us about why having a coach or a mentor who can, you know, kind of sit you down in a chair and go, Let, let's ask better questions.
0: Let me tell you a little bit about how I typically start with a client, and, and maybe this will answer your question. So when I, when I meet with a new client, I, I am looking to solve one problem with them. I'm not looking to solve a myriad of problems with them. I'm looking to just establish myself and solve one problem. What I have found is that once I become a problem solver, once I begin to demonstrate that I have that experience and the ability to get beyond the emotional issues, the next thing I know, business owners are literally throwing stuff at me. You know, can you help me with this? What about this? And and as you know, when you get in that situation with a client, it's really ideal. And so they're, they're looking for you as a problem solver. That's the role that I want to play. If someone doesn't want me in that role, I'm probably not going to do business with
1: them. If you want to find out more about Bill Prennett, simplysuccessful-llc.com is where I would go to look. You have a, a, some really good blogs out there, Bill, I was reading. And, and and what we've been talking about today, critical thinking, but you talk about whole brain thinking, and you know, as we learn more about the mind, neuroscience, all those things, that it really has to be one of the tools in a leader's tool belt to be a good thinker, yeah. because then you become a better decision maker. And one of the things that I've taught for years is one of the best things about thinking is you learn what to say no to versus everything is yes. Talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. As a matter of fact, I I usually start with no and try to convince myself whether or not I should say yes. Good plan. (laughs) Because, you know, in today's world, as you know, there is no way we can keep up. One of the most common things that I end up talking to clients about is stop trying to keep up. You can't. It's too big. It's too fast. What you have to do is get really good at thinking, setting clear priorities and executing. Because today's in today's world, There's no way we can keep up. And there's an awful lot of people who get on that treadmill every day thinking that today's the day. Today's the day I'm going to get caught up. And, you know, that that, that day just never comes.
1: The age of everything is instant gratification because we can get anything we want in the palm of our hand really doesn't help business because it's like anything. You've got to have a goal, something you're trying to achieve not hundreds of them. We've been talking about the importance of critical thinking, whether it's building revenue, solving problems in your business, anything that you really need to move the needle on. What would you like to say?
0: I I would just say one thing, Cherry. Stop making excuses. (laughs) Just be accountable, be responsible to you, to your family, and, and stop pointing fingers And just be accountable for your own behaviors. If you're not getting back out of your life, if your business isn't doing what it should be doing, ultimately, that's your responsibility. It's not the market. It's not, you know, prices. It's not the competition. It's you. And what I have found is that once I take accountability and responsibility for everything, everything else comes in. So that would be the one thing that I would say is a great place to start.
1: So, if someone wanted to reach you directly, Bill, how do you first interact?
0: Give me a call. Just Bill Purnett, 636 4840208. 636 484028 That first discussion is really whether or not we can serve each other. So, I don't want to waste people's time by having to go and look at the website and all that. I might send them there. But let's just start with a phone call.
1: Absolutely. And I would suggest people go out and check out your website. You have some fantastic blogs out there. And you're a team. It's not just you. You have a team of people that are helping organizations all over the country. The message today is really the importance of good thinking time. But if you're struggling to solve or come up with the right questions, it makes sense to reach out to someone like Bill Prennett, who has, you know, 62 years of experience, Bill. That's amazing <laughs> that you're still as passionate. You know, you keep, you
0: keep saying that. I, I keep forgetting that I'm that old.
1: <laughs> well, you started real young. Yes.
0: <laughs> Listen, this is how we stay young, isn't it? Staying engaged helping people, solving problems. It it doesn't get any better than that.
1: Absolutely. And so I've really enjoyed connecting with you today. I'm hoping that people will take our message that – For your own health and safety, you need to stop and think instead of just doing everything and figuring out after the fact that maybe you hadn't asked the right questions or you're just constantly chasing the shiny new and not just focusing in and building your own business. So, Bill, thank you so much for being here.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. I really enjoyed talking with you today.
1: I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business.